guys with me today on the Go Turbines with Travis Garrison of the Builder Six Eight Networks. Got my big bro, Jay Smitty, Jamal Smith, joining me today. Hey, I appreciate you taking time out your schedule, man, to join me. I really appreciate it, man. How's everything going? Everything is love, bro. It's good seeing you, man. Likewise, likewise, man. It's it's, it's been a little minute. It has, but it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't been that long. I just seen you over the summer, man. Don't do that. Hey, true, true. How's everything going with the family? How the family doing? Ah, uh, man, everybody's blessed, man. You know, we're in tough times right now, but we're getting through it, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, like I said, man, I know a lot of people want to hear from you. It's been a while, you know, since leaving College Park. You know, want to just kind of give people an update about how things going with you. Like, before you got to Merlin, I know he was at out of game, the same school that Steve Francis came from. So what was like your experience there? And then what kind of led you to choose the University of Merlin um, as your next college stop? That's like night and day between the two schools, man. Cause Allegheny is in the middle of nowhere in the mountains. And coming from home to get there, the car I had was only like a four cylinder. So just imagine that trying to get up the mountains, but I mean, it, it was it was a tough process. First couple of weeks, just adjusting. You know, I've never, never really been away from home that long. But once I got there, my teammates, everybody welcomed me with open arms. You know what I'm saying? So that made it a lot easier for me to manage to do what I had to do when I got there. Right. And I know, I know, yeah, Allegheny has a winter tradition, you know, especially, you know, uh, Steve Francis, pretty much not kind of like putting them on the map in a sense, you know, since his time then. And, they pretty much got on, on the map like that. So mm-hmm. and you you being six nine, being able to handle the rock the way you handle it, can't shoot as good as me, but you can shoot. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you can shoot, <laughs> but obviously that made you uh, a, a triple threat, man. So I'm pretty sure you had a lot of colleges trying to get your talents. So mm-hmm. what, what was that experience like in regards to choosing a school and what made you choose Maryland? Well, first, I think we probably lost. Like you saying, winning tradition. I think we probably lost five or six games in two years there. But um, so I had Texas between Texas, North Carolina, and Maryland. But it's all great schools, all great coaches. Then it just came down to trying to be close to family because I didn't want to go too far from my parents. Right. And then so I didn't even take no other visits. I just went straight on my Maryland visit because remember Ryan Randall. Was a year was, before me. I was, so I was, yeah, I was just, so he's already at Rome. So I come right. there and then it's just love from day one. You know what I'm saying? So it just made this transition that much easier. I said, I don't even need to see nothing else. But, and I, 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 I was, as you was talking, I totally forgot that in the sense, man. You played, you played with Ryan. You played yeah. with Ryan with Allegheny. Mm-hmm. So you said, so you said that basically has something you're doing in regards to going to Rome too, right? Yeah, of course. We was tight at Allegheny, and then he went there before I did. So then when I went on my visit, that's who showed me around. And it just I just loved the canvas. I loved just the whole vibe of the school, you know what I'm saying? So everything else just came in its own. Right, and then you you knew I was going there, so he was like, that, you know, I'm going to play with guys. It's funny that you say that, because you remember how we met. You probably remember how we met. How, Over how the you- summer, when we first had to go, I think we first had to go to summer school. And you came up in a dorm. This is when I think Mouton was coming checking on everybody. Right. And you ran in my dorm. The first thing you said is, bro, I'm a fan of yours. I said, oh, <laughs> we teammates now. You can't do that. 
<laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, hey, but nah, man, because you know me. So, so you chose you chose Merlin, and we all came in together. Me, you, Chris McRae, John, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon Medley. You know, um, so your transition to going to Merlin and and your first days on campus. What was that process like for you? Your first days on campus, getting adjusted to that, and then kind of talk a little bit about first meeting G Dub and, and dealing with him as a coach. I mean, it, well, the transition of the school is tough in its own because the campus is so big. Allegheny is not even half of that. So when we walk into classes and everything is next to each other, right. you're getting here, it's cool during the summer when it gets cold. It's a problem trying to get to them classes. You know what I'm right. saying? But we, we managed to make it work between that and us having to get up. You probably remember we used to have to get up five in the morning, go to cold field house, do them, them workouts, the, the lifting. You only look, you only remember that. I, I, I definitely remember that because we had Curtis Schultz was our was our yeah. trainer. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the toughest things getting up to do that, man. Cause I never had to get up there early until then. Me either. That was one of the toughest things, man. But but G Dub, meeting G Dub, it was tricky, man. It was tricky. <laughs> Because he's he's one way when you meet him, but he's a different way when we're on the court. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Well, I mean, he got the best out of us though. So like, I appreciate him for being like that the way he was. But he's just a little then from Jersey, I thought I would get a little favoritism, which didn't happen. <laughs> Never happened. He showed everybody the same love, man. Right. I appreciate that though. Right. Yeah. And I like you going back to uh, uh man, you be, people bring up stuff, man. I totally forget about those early mornings with Curtis Schultz. Mm-hmm. This, this right after they won the national championship. So, and we just coming in, you know, me being a freshman and you've been a newcomer, like, so, mm-hmm. you know, Drew Nicholas, you know, uh, Myron Randall, Taj, and all those guys are there. So, you know, they they basically showing like, look, man, that guy's going to come in. We just won the national championship. So, mm-hmm. y'all going to get to work immediately, you know? Exactly. Like you said, and I didn't, I didn't know what to expect, you know, mm-hmm. my, been in college and then you know like you said waking up that early to get in the gym to lift mm-hmm. like at the math that we lifted and worked out but it was a little different structure at Merlin exactly the, the uh, expectations that they had and then you know them like I said coming off winning two final fours when the national mm-hmm. championship so and then like we've been new so they're going to try to break us in so you know I mean it definitely was a, a interesting experience yeah, but I don't even think it was more so trying to break everybody in it's more so they all seniors, and then everybody else like is young. So it's it's just a, the gap. They only got the one year left. I mean, for right. them to prove themselves too. So it's right. just no time to play. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it all worked out for the best, man. Oh yeah, everybody yeah. Well. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely did, man. You know, um, we definitely had some very good, interesting times on campus. You know, hanging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't get ain't gonna get too many details, man, about how. You know, used to you know drag me out the house and stuff like that, man. But we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna talk. Who? <laughs> you. We we never nah. get it. <laughs> don't lie, bro. Don't lie on me on camera, bro. God is watching. Don't be lying, man. <laughs> but nah, but nah, man. It was it was definitely some great times, man. Definitely having a great time. You've been uh, a teammate of mine. So what was what was some of your experiences like in regards to like, you know, practicing? And the games that we had, you know, back then, we're in the ACC. 
So it was a, the, the vibe was a little different, you know, um, in the teams that we played uh, compared to now. So what, what was what was that experience like for you? Um, and then like just like some of your best memories in regards to on the court. Like what was some of the best times in regards to your experience? It's, it's hard to pinpoint. I mean, well, the best times, of course, when we win and stuff. Right. But we had a group that gelled so good that every anytime we were together, it's just always good time. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Every it don't matter if we in, in our individual workouts, that we in full practice, we in games, like we all was just always together and always right. made the best of everything. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I will say. You know what I mean? But we cannot, we cannot not talk about the ACC tournament. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. That's one right. of the top top things that come to mind because we right. was we was we was counted out. Right. You know what I'm saying? They didn't expect us to do anything, but we got a bunch of people on our team that you have to have like each person has to have that uh, a certain amount of self confidence. Right. So they might be counting us out, but we looking at looking at like they can't mess with us. Like we better right. than them. And exactly. That's that's what it took for us to get over that hump, right? You know what I'm saying. So, and and and, and that's exactly what you're saying. Like, I know, like when we first got there, we were we were our first year there. You know, freshmen, you know, transfers, and the other guys were seniors. And then mm-hmm. through my sophomore year, your senior year, now we we it's it's, it's kind of like it's pretty much was our show. And you know, but we only had our, our, our second year of experience. You know, prior to the guys that left that won a championship. So now it's kind of mm-hmm. like our team yeah. and we, we have to make that transition and make it do so. You know, I know my sophomore year, our second year, it was kind of like the up and down. Like that, that's pretty much how I see them. We had win a couple of games and then we dropped. They win a couple more because that pretty much was the the uh, make of our team that season, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you say, us going to tours, um, the ACC tournament being on the bubble, like a lot of people, didn't have a lot of expectations from it because we were so young, but at the same time, you know, the uh-huh. fans, they want us, they want to win. They understood, though. Right. You got to think, we went from, what, five or six seniors the one year to five or six sophomores the next year. Right. Or, or four or five. Right. So it's just a total different team. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. 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 That, it is what it is. I mean, we still made the best of it. Everybody put they put that work in to get what we got that year. Right. You know what I mean? Even with a young team. Right. And, and like you said, man, you know, um, definitely, obviously, you know, we, we could talk about the winner beating the Dukes at home or even Duke on the road. Like, with that, mm-hmm. just because of what the people not liking Duke. You know, the Merlin fans not like Duke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You think we won a chip? We could have lost three straight mm-hmm. games, in a row, but we beat yeah. Duke. All this, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that was always, a, like you said, that was always a big run. And then that ACC tournament run. I mean, we talk about Florida. When we was at Florida when we beat them when they were number one. Mm-hmm. Good for us that year, especially you know, giving our team. But we still going into the tournament or the bubble. So yeah. like you said, everybody, everybody counting us out. Exactly. And, you know, so and it pretty much the coach was like, man, look, you know. Maybe if we win one game, we'll probably have a chance. You know, that's what everybody else was saying, too. The first game we got was against Chris Paul and then at Wake Forest. Uh-huh. And we got that win, you know, we was like, man, we probably, you know, have a good chance of getting in now. But we was like, man, shoot, let's go ahead and continue to have fun. Because we was having fun that weekend, man. That was like, yeah, definitely. no plays ran. Yeah. Just, 
four out one in. There's no pressure on us. Coach, coach that is who. Coach that is who. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like you said, man, it was just this all-out fun. I mean, just because there wasn't there wasn't no pressure on us. I mean, yeah, we exactly. it's like, man, you know, people are counting us out. So let's just go out here and just hoop and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And what happened? <laughs> and, and that, that weekend to me, man, sometimes, you know, because, you know, sometimes they play the ACC rerun on uh, towards the, the tournament time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how our game was like, that weekend was like one of the most memorable weekends in the history of the ACC tournament. And we're not ACC no more. Yeah. So, so the, obviously that's that's definitely big for us, man, in regards to the history and, you know, being the last team to win the ACC championship, I believe. And like mm-hmm. you know, so just even go, being in that, man, and, and, and going through that situation, what that did for me, I know for me as a player and a person, man, it just it made me able to uh, persevere through anything. And exactly. I always use that weekend as an example in regards mm-hmm. to, man, look, man, so people, we were down by 20 to SC State. People was leaving the arena. I talk to fans now and the people that was at that game. I go to, like, when I go to Merlin's time to go to football games, go to tailgates, I talk to people that were there. I don't know if you had that chance yet, bro, but I go back. No, I did. Man, just hearing their stories, bro, in regards to what that experience was like from their perspective. Obviously, we're playing. We're in the moment, so we don't really know, can't cap- capture what happened, what's happening. Yeah. Their perspective, I mean, a lot of them was like, man, look, we was leaving. We was walking out the arena. You know, we down by 20s. There's no way we coming back from that. Mm-hmm. That they walking out, people was like, yo, they, they coming back, and they ran back in the arena, and then, you mm-hmm. know, we was hooping, then John yeah. just went on. John just went on. Oh, he went on. <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah, John was something else that weekend, man. It, he went on the tear, man. Then you know, then you get the Duke. Now we like, we here now. Exactly. We here now. So mm-hmm. I know, for, like I said, I know for me, man, that was like one of the most memorable weekends in my basketball career. Period. You know, just just off, like you said, the experience and. The atmosphere we've been in Carolina with Wake Forest, uh, we basically, you know, the underdogs and all of it, you know, and then to come out victorious and, and still be that team. Then that was your senior year. Exactly. That was your senior Which year. Which made man. it even that much more special, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Then we go to, we go to the, we get to, we end up getting a fourth seed coming from the bubble, get the fourth mm-hmm. seed, and then, you know, we go to the tournament. So tell me a little bit about, your senior year in regards to, you know, this your last college run and you know what you're trying to do and how you want to basically leave your mark before you get out of college. Man, it's a lot of pressure on that last year because we all want to go professional. So you got to cross your T's, dot your I's, you know what I mean? And hopefully nobody gets hurt, which we didn't. And <clears throat> just go out there and leave it all on the floor. Right. which I did, and that led into other stuff. But it just, it was, it, was, it was a positive year. I mean, we had ups and downs, but it was for me, it was a positive year. You know what I'm saying? Watching the, right. watching the growth of y'all, watching the growth of myself, and then we finished it off with that. I mean, we got to the tournament. The stuff that we could have did different there, it was tough playing Endeavor. You know, it was hard to breathe out there. Right. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a great situation, man. I mean, yeah, especially because your first year, your your first year, Merlin, went to Sweet Sixteen. And then, uh, then the second year, we end up winning the tournament and go to the 
you know, win the AC tournament, then go to the NCAA tournament and lose in the second round. So, you know, that wasn't like you said, that wasn't a bad two years there. Then you went in, you won with the you you made first team all ACC that year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you said, man, just that 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 alone, man. And I know I know how much in regards to being your teammate, which you meant to me and uh, to the team, man, and the leadership that you showed, even though you stayed on joke time. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 stay on joke time. You never know when this guy right here is serious or joking because he stay on joke time 24 hours. Hey, yo, man. <laughs> Jokes keep you from having gray hair, man. That's all I'm going to tell you. Oh, that's, what, that's why you don't have no gray hair? <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> hey, but, hey, but, man, people don't know, man, Jay Smitty, one of the funniest dudes, jokes that you just, you never know when he's, being serious or joking, man, but like you said, man, <laughs> they always kept things very interesting and funny all the time. Hey, man, positivity, bro. That's what it's about, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. and we, we definitely got to talk about what I want to talk about, man, is is now you, you finish your very successful year at Maryland. Now it's time to get ready for your pro life, you know, getting ready for the draft. But before we get into that, um, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is they require just one play through the, to, to turn your bets into cash money. With their new Rush Pay Instant Approved, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With the basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading BetRivers app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, let's talk a little bit about your, your situation in regards to now you're done with your college career. Now it's time to transition over and get ready for the draft. What was that process like in regards to your training, how you find an agent, and then, you know, what he's saying in regards to where you're going in the draft. That's, that's a tough situation because, like, at the time, it's just crazy because you look at stuff now as opposed to then. I'm looking at it as a tweener being 6'8 and can handle, but now Draymond get to do everything, you know what I mean? Oh, but, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have uh, picking agents wasn't easy at the time, but I just tried to go with people that, that like I came under, you know what I'm saying? So like Dewan Wagner is somebody I grew up with. Right. And then he was with Leon Rose. So then I end up just, you know I mean, going that same route as him. Right. So that, I mean, it's kind of just everything just fell, fell in line for that. And then as opposed to the draft, what we just didn't know, I just had teams to work out for, and then just let the ducks fall on their run, let the ducks fall on the road. You know what I mean? Right. I had to work out with the Sixers, the Wizards, the Magic, the Knicks. Uh, I don't know, probably like eight other teams. And then I was supposed to projected to go with Philly. They end up drafting a dude. I can get the dude's name from BYU. But uh, that's a whole other story. You know? right. It wasn't easy, though. You know what I mean? Right. So then I ended up going to Summer League with Orlando. That's when Dwight Howard had got drafted. Right. So I'm there with them. 
working out, working out, working out, <clears throat> but they just didn't have no spots. Right. So I'm just trying to get seen by the teams. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then after that, no invites to camp, so I, I went overseas. Play started playing in Israel. Played a year there, came back, wanted to try the league again. So I went to the D League. Right. Ended up signing with the Spurs, which you can see in the background. Mm-hmm. But then A team is full. So now I'm just frustrated. Right. So that's when I go went back overseas and went to Japan. Right. So I stayed in Japan probably like eight years. No, I stayed one year and went to Italy for two. France right. for one, and then went back to Japan. I just played there until my back started killing me. Right. <laughs> so you, so when you was, when you was, because you was with the Spurs when they, did they win a championship that year before? Yeah, that so same you, year. That same year. Yeah. So, so, so what, what, what was, what was that like? Now I heard, I heard Pop could be a, a funny dude, man. You know, a great coach. Pop. I don't know. For me, Pop is like another G Dub, man. Yeah. Like, because he's not picking no favorites. Like, right. like he would get on Tim, he would get on Tony. Right. You know what I mean? Just to let everybody know, if I say something, it ain't just to you. I'm not saying it to anybody. You know what right. I mean? So everybody respected that, and that's why everybody's out there working hard, man. Right. What, what was what was because you was out Italy with Chris, right? When you were in Italy with Chris one time, yeah, we, man, Chris was out there together. He couldn't he couldn't beat me though. You could ask him that. <laughs> I think we was like four and oh, three and oh against them. Yeah. <laughs> so because because what, what was what was so what was that experience like? You know, now you overseas. Now you playing against your teammates that you played with in mm-hmm. college, and just yeah. being the same country as them. No, no one out because like you said, when we was at Maryland, we would hang mm-hmm. out together. Huh. So what was that like, man? Going to a country where your former teammate was at, and then y'all be able to hang out and play against each other. He was, was the it? only one there. DJ was out there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's just it's just crazy. DJ was out there my second year. Okay. And uh, and Chris was out there my first year. Okay. But um, yeah. I mean, I, the thing with Chris is I don't even think I knew Chris was going to Italy. And then he just happened to be out there and started, we started talking. I'm like, oh, you out here? Oh, okay. So when we play y'all, you know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, Chris, you're I'm the jokester. Chris being Chris, yeah. all the crazy stuff in the games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was what it was, though. But right. yeah, I mean, with him, it's just hard to meet up with him out there because he was probably like three hours from me. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So when we got, whenever we played each other, then we would hang out while we, during, after the game or before the game. Right. So what, what was what was what was one of your favorite countries you played in and your ex, one of your favorite experiences over there? Because I try to tell people all the time, man, that don't really understand overseas basketball. First of all, they think it's sweet because we get you no, know, it's, it's basically you get paid and you don't have to pay taxes. But I'm saying, look, you understand, we we wait super far from our families and we're on our own and we got to transition and deal with the different cultures and because. If you play have a bad game, they can have somebody sitting in the crowd yeah. Yeah. that far game. So yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah. Y'all think it's this is a great experience. Don't get me wrong, it's a super great experience, but it's not as easy as people may think it is. Yeah. And every year is crazy because every country, it could it could be a, a hour flight to somewhere else. And it's totally different than where you was just at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, somebody could be sitting there, you won't even notice somebody sitting there. Now you either you score twenty, you score twelve, you score that twelve, they can be telling you they don't need you no more. Right. 
and you be like, huh? And then you y'all might, might have back to back games, and the dude might already been been working out clear to uh, the thing, and he ready to play the next day, next game. Exactly. Like it's just crazy like that, especially in Italy. Like right. they don't play over there about that. Like Japan don't do stuff like that. Like they honor, they honor what they do. Right. But like most of them other spots, you might not get paid from some. They tell you they're going, they're going to do it for you. Because I remember that I think that happened to Sharab. They tried not to pay him. All right, because he's over there too. Was he with Bologna, I think? Right, Sharab Fool was over there. Yeah. Right. And they tried to do it to him. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's experience anywhere you go. But for me, like my favorite spot probably, I mean, Italy for food. Like Italy's food is just, ain't no, there's nobody's touching Italy's food. Man. Right. But living wise, like Japan, I was in Tokyo, so it's like being in New York. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just way more crowded. Right. So that's when my wife, she just, <laughs> she just had my daughter, so I had her over there with me. Right. And you know, us over here, we know what I mean in a personal space. Right. Over there, they don't like even any country, they don't understand that, so they all up on top of it. Right. We taking trains and got got my newborn out. She out here trying to cuss people like the, the Japanese people out, they can't understand what she's saying. I'm like, I'm like, look, what we do in the States ain't the same here. Like they're not right. purposely being up on top of you. Right. Yeah, I've seen people on trains like sleeping on somebody they don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy, man. It's, it's a different culture, man. Everywhere. Right. I, hey, I, I, I tried, I, I had opportunities to go to Japan a couple of times, but I heard how great it was over there. And I had, I know mm -hmm. I heard dudes that go over there and don't want to come back. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't want to play it because how easy it is on your body, the money, yeah. the money's good, and how they treat you and how you're living is everything is mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. Complain about. Yeah, like Jawah Williams. He he my my first year he went to Japan. And then he uh came back, played for the Cavs, did everything we did. And now he's back in Japan now. Doing what? Playing. He's still playing? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> Japan, I heard, is one of those countries where you could be 45, 43, and still mm -hmm. playing. Some of them guys yeah. got beat over there now. So they got, they, they, they're part of this uh, Japanese, they a citizen over there now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Man, yeah, so I try to tell people all the time, man, that experience, man, that overseas experience is love, man. So, so, so now you retire, what are you up to now? Oh, man, I'm in the real estate. I got my little t-shirt business going, training kids, and being a family man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's for me, that's real important because I was always away. So now, like, for the, for the first couple of years, first two years I came home, like, I just really just didn't do anything. It right. just felt good to be home. Right. Now, like, I'm moving around because like, I've been home for a little bit, but. Right. It's just I'm just happy to be home. You gotta think, bro. We since kids, like what ninth, tenth grade, we've been out the house and doing stuff because of basketball. Exactly. Even exactly. now, now, now that's sixth grade. Like my niece is in six, and she's out with the AAU stuff. So she gonna be like that all the way up. You know what I mean? Right. So when you're done. Like you just yeah. you just gotta you gotta relax. Take that little bit of time to let it soak in. Oh yeah, I, and I definitely know what you mean. When I, I, I retired what 2017. Man, as soon as I be tired, bro, man, when I say I ain't touch a basketball or weight, I ain't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Because, like man. I said, 
been doing that since I started playing basketball at the age of what? Eight. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing. So I'm like, man, I was, I was the reason I retired, my, my, my knees started to hurt a little bit, but I was just tired of it. I was tired of the, the grind of it. You know what I mean? I, I love traveling. I love traveling. Mm-hmm. I love experiences, different cultures. I love that part. But what it does to your body, you know, it was, it was times I couldn't get out of bed. My body's aching. Then I get out of bed perfectly fine. You know, but yeah. I, like you said, we had our time, man. We had a great experience. We, exactly. We achieved, we achieved all we could achieve. And then, you know, whatever mistakes or happens, we things that happen along the way that we didn't like, we use it as learning lessons and we help teaching the younger uh, generation. And I applaud you definitely for that because I know you say you're training. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. and you. I mean, they, they got to get the knowledge from somewhere. Exactly. I and mean, you, you, man, now, man, if you, if you do get, if you, if you was in college coming out your senior year now, Lottery bro, that's what I'm. That's what I tell you before. It's not even just me. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's a few players that was doing it. But KD really opened it up because KD was so good at it that they had to accept it. You know right. Because like back then, like you said, tweeners. It was. Mm-hmm. It was like, ain't like those. They ain't like crazy or four. Like now it's like you a tweener. Oh man, you six nine can handle like that. Angus like. Oh yeah, it's like a no brainer. But back mm-hmm. then, it's like. What is he? What is he? He's like trying to figure yeah. out what he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like, like you said, man, it came a little too early, man. <laughs> hey, everything happens for a reason, I guess. Yeah, it's all love. Hey, but I ain't gonna hold you too much longer, man. I know you got a lot going on. I just appreciate you taking your time out your schedule. I appreciate you being my brother, my friend. I appreciate you from being my teammate back in college. You know, with all the experiences that we had and. You know, the advice that you gave me and all the fun times that we had, man, I appreciate you even now. Like I said, we still, you know, we, we hang out here and there. We've got to do, probably do it a little bit more, but, you know, I definitely appreciate you, bro. Um, like I said, thanks again for joining the Go Turpins with Travis Garrison on the Fittest State Networks. Appreciate your time, bro. Tell the family I said hello. Thanks again, man. I got it, bro. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's all good, bro. I'll love talk is to love. You. Huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, take it easy, man.